episode number 14 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, it's been a long time since I've been on the, in the chair, Tom. What have we got on this week? Yeah, welcome back. Sick note. It's, uh, it's good to have you back. This week we've got, we've got, well, we've got two weeks worth of material to catch up on. We've got, you've been in action in Davos. You were also in action so then you're ultra marathon. You're also in action in a half marathon. We need to hear about. Um, I've been running a ten miler, and we've uh, we've both been also doing a bit of training. So a fair bit going on the last couple of weeks to catch up on. Tom has been a busy week for both of us, um, and then in straight, you know, in during that time we've also been working hard and okay. playing hard, obviously during the weekend. So uh, yeah, it's been been mental. It has really, been. Cu- couple of, really crazy couple of weeks it's been in. Busy. Here we are back home in our home comforts drinking ice cream sodas and I'm not sure what you're drinking today Tom are you drinking I'm on the Robinson's finest yeah yeah good stuff brilliant anyway, so, so enough of our drinking pleasures let's start off with Davos that's on everyone's lips Oh, Davos, it's on everyone's lips, is it? Well, it's not on my lips, that's for sure. I'm, it's uh, it's in my legs, the pain from from doing that race. So, um, yeah, I kind of kept this one quiet, and it wasn't really. I think I mentioned it earlier in a couple of episodes ago that I was I was toying with the idea of doing another ultra, um, and ho- hopefully doing doing a little bit better than I did in uh, Salzburg, but. Um, yeah, so uh, you know that, that was the aim was to to try the the race in uh, Davos. It's called the Swiss Alpine T88. Um, so essentially, it's an eight. I don't know why it's called T88 because it's an 84.9 kilometer race. So I would have thought they would call it T85 or, or something. <laughs> hey ho! Um, so it's in the Swiss Alps, and um, and yeah, as I mentioned, it's 85 kilometers. Uh, there's about just under 4,000 meters of climbing. So there's quite a lot of climb, um, and it's also it starts at 1800 meters in San Moritz, and it meanders its way down towards Davos. I say down, there's a few a few little bumps there uh, during the way as well. But yeah, so it was the altitude in, in itself was a bit of a challenge because I mean I'm I'm a I'm a ginger-haired Northerner from <laughs> from the the top of the top of the UK, so. Um, it was it was going to be a challenge with the altitude for me. Um, you know, I never had a chance to acclimatise to the altitude, so uh, yeah. So it ended up being I got there the day before the race, and um, essentially I was racing the following, obviously in the morning of of the day I, the day after I got there. Um, so yeah, uh, and the, the heat the heat was it was quite warm. It was about 22, 23 degrees. Um, it was a little bit cloudy as well, which is quite good for me. Um, I, I took on the, the the Tom Bryan, Fiona Bryan approach to get the white cap. Oh, nice! So I got myself a nice white reflective cap, and uh, to be honest, I didn't really, I don't really like caps in my head. I don't know what it is, but um, I ended up putting them in my bag and wearing my buff instead, and just soaking that with water in the way during the race because of the, the heat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Wait. So just back to the race. So the race itself, um, I was, I felt in good shape. I had a good taper. I had no injuries, um, and I, I suppose the only, the only downside really was I, I was, I'm been starting my Chicago marathon training. So in terms of, of mileage and in terms of long, long runs, I didn't really have a huge amount in the back, the bag before the race. Um, but you know, I, I, I felt that I had enough. I had enough in the tank from the the last ultra I did in Salzburg, mm-hmm. the more sorry 100, and uh, yeah, so I was fairly confident going into the race. So there's a couple of guys I knew who were doing it, so I knew the, the competition was going to be fairly stiff, um, and it was. I started the race. Uh, my mum and dad came along to watch me, and they were my they were my my, my support crew because Debbie couldn't get the time off work, so she was. Um, she was supporting me via Skype and text messages and all that jazz and doing her Ironman training. Um, but yeah, it was really good to have a couple of my, you know, my mum and dad there to hold my hold my bag and make sure I'm going to go the right way, get me get me home okay and stuff like that. So 
Yeah, it was good. So I started the race um, and it was quite runnable for the first sort of, I would say the first sort of 10k um, on trails, just beautiful scenery, just fantastic. I mean, if you get a chance to do, that's one of the reasons I do these ultras is because of the scenery. Like, I mean, what better way of going to Davos and going to the Alps and, you know, going to the jungle and, and running a hundred K in it when you can, when you can walk, you know, when you're walking, it can take you days. Like we don't have time to, to walk for days. We've got work to go. Um, exactly. So yeah, it was really, it was really good to, to be able to just run through the stunning scenery and, you know, and, and obviously it's very difficult to take it all in when you're running, you're breathing out your ass, but you know, same time, you still get a, a glimpse and a, you know, a feel for the stunning, the stunning landscape in Europe. So, yeah, really, really good. Um, so started off quite conservatively. Um, I uh, I was in about maybe tenth place for the first sort of few miles, and I just didn't want to initially. I, I just didn't want to push on too hard, especially because I'm at altitude. Obviously, and I you know I didn't know how my body was going to affect you know how how it was going to affect me in the during the race so the, the last thing I want to do is to, to push on really hard um, in the first few miles and, and, and obviously the lack of oxygen can certainly make someone like a ginger northerner who's, who's not been acclimatised suffer pretty badly in the, you know, especially in the first few miles and whoa, fair whoa. enough in the last Set, few miles but... Settle down mate, it's, we're in the middle of a heat wave here uh... Oh well, that's true yeah, no, <laughs> I, I've got no uh, I can't, I can't... I haven't got that many excuses about the heat. You know, it's been it's probably warmer it's been warmer here than it has been in Davos, but it's more the it was more the oxygen dog, okay, you know. Yeah. But I, to be honest, like I did, I can't say that it affected me a huge amount. Um for the first for, certainly for the first half, but you can't it's very difficult to measure if it has affected you or not because yeah. you can't just compare that, that race to a, a, a low altitude race, you know, with the same conditions. But so I've got the race. I've got the course map up in front of me. So you're starting at 1800 meters. You're climbing up over the first uh, first hill takes you to 2400 meters at around um, 15k. You drop back down again to 1800. You go up to 2400 again. Drop back down by halfway in Bergen to. 1300 meters and then you've got a long slog that's from 40k all the way up to 65k when you eventually get to 2800 meters it's a lot of uh, it's big altitude i tell you oh god the well in a a, a nutshell essentially i I, after a few miles i I started um pulling my way you know pulling my way out through the field um and i was in around about the fourth fourth position for a while uh, and about halfway, I managed to get managed to get myself into third place, um, and I felt really comfortable, really good. And then there was a big long descent towards Bergen. Now I, I tell you, getting to Bergen, oh my God! Right, so the the descent was oh, it was just took ages to get all the way down there. If you look at the map, it's it was a long way, but mm-hmm. some of it was quite technical, um, and I felt that my technical ability running downhills improved quite a lot. Which is probably mainly due to just more training and more technical running. Um, so that was a that was a plus for me. Um, and then by the time I got to Bergen, like halfway halfway uh, you know to the race, going from Bergen all the way to the top, like was a fucking ball buster. <laughs> tell you that, Tom. Oh Jesus Christ! So I'm so I'm in third place here, thinking I've I've got it. You know, I'm I've got a comfortable third position. Looking behind, looking a mile behind me, and I can see nobody at all. Now, let's fast forward 20 minutes up the hill. Now I'm only ha- I'm not even halfway up. This boy comes along, right? <laughs> this boy comes along, and he plows on past me. And I'm thinking this guy must be in the, doing a shorter race. And I looked at his number, and he's doing my race. And the, you know what the you know what the worst thing about it, Tom, right? I'm my little leggies are running up the wee hill, you know, pumping arms are pump arms are pumping legs legs going as fast as F- Freddie Flintstone. And what happens? This boy's got poles. Oh, this no. boy's got his poles on, and he's walking and he's walking up the hill, and he's going past me, and I'm running up the hill. Now, how the hell, and I'm thinking in my head, how the hell does that work? Like, how can this guy be, 
walking up the hill, and I'm running up the hill, and he's beating me, and he's walking up. Like it, 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 it just. And I'm, I'm going to say as well, you like, I'm, I'm, I've been running for about 35 miles. Now my head's, my head's to mush. Like you know, I'm not, I'm not the brightest tool in the box when it comes to running as well as um, thinking, especially going, getting lost around running tracks and stuff. But like this guy, like. It just, he, he just looked, he made it look so easy, so easy. So I've got two, so, I've got two questions for you. Question one: I noticed that it can be run as a team event. Are you sure he wasn't part of a relay? No, because he beat me. He was and the he, guy who got the so third did, place okay. so at the end right. of the day. Fair yeah. enough. Second question is: that's the second. This is an open question to you. That's the second race you talked about people doing well with poles. Why don't you use poles? I, I just think they're. I don't know. It's, it's, it just looks a bit naff, doesn't it? Like <laughs> somebody, you know, you 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 go you go for a run and you've got poles in your bag. Like, come on, to Christ, you might be running, not walking. Yeah, fair enough. But, but, uh, yeah, but then, I've I've no idea. I'm, I'm not running that sort of terrain, so that's. I mean, that's and, and also like, I mean, how am I going to use poles in Scotland? Like, you know, we haven't got the altitude, we haven't got the the hills. What do you expect yeah, me to go up? Go up the broad hill in Aberdeen <laughs> with my poles. Like you would get, it's not going to happen. You it? would get crucified by the lads at the club if you were spotted cruising up the Seton Park <laughs> hill rep with poles. Exactly. <laughs> it's just not feasible in Aberdeen. Um, fair enough. Maybe in the Cairngorms we might for a long one, but in a serious note though, like poles do have an effect or a positive effect if you're doing a long ultra and the terrain's so steep. The poles can help, and they can offload the, you know, they can offload the weight on the legs into the upper body. So, um, I mean, I spoke to the guy who came third afterwards, and he, you know, he swears by poles. He was like, "You man, you, you still wear, you should have been using poles, man, poles, man." And I'm, was I'm he, like, was he, tell him, yeah. "What? He keeps from I Jamaica?" Not, I, <laughs> no, he was definitely not from Jamaica. God, that's, I, I don't know where he's from, but. I, I didn't actually speak to him. He, looked, he was quite angry that I never had poles, actually. Did the, here's I, I, a question like, for you. Hey. So did the guys in the first and second have poles? Well, the guy who was in first, I only saw him at the start of the race. <laughs> <you know? laughs> he was freaking miles ahead. Actually, literally miles ahead. That guy as well, I, I mean, he's, he was like, oh, God, he was miles ahead of everyone. Like The guy who was in second place, Regine Armstrong from New Zealand, I caught up with him in... Tarawira um, in February he, he ran the shorter distance he was a good guy, like a great guy, a really nice guy at the end, chatting away to him and um, you know uh, I, and I, I caught up with him probably about oh, actually probably 20 miles to go I could see him, he was about 600 metres ahead of me going up the hill um, and uh, and I was and that was that was me like playing about, me and, me and the third place guy after we got to Bergen, so the last sort of 25 miles or so we were nip and tuck the whole way mm-hmm. um but we could see Virgin he was in the distance and, and we were slowly catching him but uh ironically um the 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 the, the highest point of the last climb mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it Tom I'm, I'm hopeless at names of where I was but uh, I don't know if you've got in Cert- front of you there it's Sardici Pass or something like that oh yes of course it's the Sard Sard yeah the Sardique Pass, of Sir course D- it was. Pass, yeah. Well, I tell you what, I was passing a lot of food through my mouth at that at the top of that hill. I was, I, I bonked big time, um, and I don't know why I bonked. I started sweating, and uh, and I, I was taking in gels, but I think it was a combination of um, dehydration, the heat, and uh, the altitude. I'm not making excuses. I'm, I'm the, the last one who makes excuses. I know where where I need to improve on, but. Uh, so I wasn't prepared really for the for the last climb, um, and uh, it got to me. And that's where the guy who was in third place just whizzed past me. And uh, I was hoping I would see him again in the the final climb. I mean, if you look at the elevation profile, Tom, the last climb, uh, sorry, the last the uh, from the top of that climb all the way down, it's like I don't know, it's about 13 miles or so of 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 running downhill. So yeah, the top of the, the top of the last climb, you're at about sixty, yeah, sixty-five k. Yeah, so that is like it's a brutal descent. Like you can, if you if you're a good, 
Yeah, if you've yeah. got enough strength, yeah, if you've got enough strength in your quads, you can really run fast down that. Now, I started running fast down it in the hope that I would catch up with third place and hopefully second place, which which I was like, oh, I must be. And it was, I don't know how to ex- explain it, but it was it wasn't that steep in some most of most of the section for five miles or so. And that's where I thought I'll catch up with third place and second place because they got a bit of a gap on me when I bumped. Um, and I, I got my, you know, I got back into decent, a decent shape again. And I started, I was absolutely smashing the downhill. Uh, and, then, and then I looked at my watch and bear in mind, I'm going downhill and, it, and it's a runnable downhill. So the trails, there's not any rocks or anything. It's really smooth and you could really get gather some pace. And I looked at my mile split, and I was like 6:40, 6:40 for the mile downhill. And I was, I thought I was running 5:40 stop. <laughs> so I was just like, oh god. And then I thought, right, I've caught the guy in third place. He was just ahead of me, and the guy with a green green cap on. Yeah. Uh, I've got, uh, I've, I've got, I've, I've got the photo of him up here. I've all got, right, well, what's, he's got a green vest on, or yeah, a green t-shirt. Yeah. It's a massive so, baggy green t-shirt. Aye, he's just, a, I'm sure he's just a. I don't know who he is, but um, anyway, I thought I went past him and I looked at him and I thought, that's not him. And then I thought, oh, God, So on the downhill the last few miles. And I was like, no, that's not him. So where the hell is he? Because I was every downhill section before that, Tom, I kept catching him. So there was me thinking, I've got this boy. And uh, there was another guy who looked exactly like him. I thought, that's him. Definitely. I've got the first place <laughs> winner. It wasn't him. <laughs> and oh, then I got... No. And then I got to the, one of the fuel stops and goes, "Do you know how far um, third place is?" Uh, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say my Swiss a- accent. Um, <laughs> and they, firstly, they had no idea what I was saying, which is fair enough because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm half, half dead anyway. You know, a lack of no oxygen in my brain anyway, so I probably wasn't making sense to them. And they were like five minutes, and I was like, "How the hell can it be five minutes?" He was only two minutes ahead of me at the top of the hill, so he gained time. So my descent was bloody awful on the way down which really really surprised me but um i just had nothing left in my life i had no power at all but like, what's interesting it, so you've got so the split for you at the top of there's a the downhill they've got the downhill time yeah i don't know if you've seen this so the certain i haven't even looked at the results certain dorfly so the the winning the winner who was so the winner was eight so like, we're skipping the results so the winner castanio tofel he won the event yeah. in 8.20. Uh, Vajin and Armstrong, uh, 9 hours, 8 minutes. Patrick Cathery, your green t-shirted nemesis, was 9.08. And then Mr. Kyle Gregg of Team Salmon slash Metro Aberdeen was uh, 9.20.58. So what's really interesting, on on the Certic downhill, so that or Certic looks to be a downhill section, he was, yeah, he put two minutes into you on that. But equally, he was, he? Fa- he was faster than the boy in he was he was he was faster than the guy in second. You were quicker than the guy in second place on the descent. Was that? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, that does make in all the des- and that does make sense because in the descents I was catching him, um, but he was strong in the uphill. He was running in the uphills. I mean, uh, there's me taking the piss out of the boy with poles, right? But I mean, <laughs> he, you know, I was I was walking and I was in, in certain points because it's so steep, it's impossible to run up it. Um, so there's a lot of there's definitely a lot to be said about using poles in some of these events. But mm. um, but I mean, you've got to you've got to train with poles as well. Like you can't just yeah. rock up with your. I think your what you need to do is hand. Kyle, you need to go and do the Benny Hill race or the Scotty Hill race with a set of poles just to a bit of practice and give us a laugh. Really well, right. well, that, that's the, the Boyne Highland Games are this weekend, the Fungal Hill race, so I there could you go. get them out, get, get my poles out. <laughs> I haven't got a pair of poles, so if anyone wants to give me a line of poles for for the weekend, and I can try them out and uh, and, and bless them with my um, <laughs> my. <laughs> nah, I'm always joking. I'm not going to bless them. I'll probably break them. So. so on the so just so on the result then. So your time, as we said, your so time is nine hours twenty minutes. Is that the longest time you've run? Because uh, that's a well, long time to be out there, and regardless of the result, I know it was a hot day, slow day, but just purely, you've—that's uh, your, you know, nine hours of running. You're really—that's a huge amount of time to be, um, to be fueling and to be managing yourself. How did you find that? Well, I missed a, I missed a vital point of the whole race, Tom. Was I was only going to do this race because I looked at the estimated winning time. I'm not saying I was going to win it, but 
obviously gives you a, a, an indication of how long you're going to be out running for. Mm-hmm. Seven hours. Seven hours was the estimated winning time, Tom. Now, so I, I, I didn't even look at how long I was running for because I was too scared, firstly. Because I, I looked at my watch and I could see my first marathon time was four and a half hours. I thought, oh my God, Jesus. Uh, that's a, that's only 25 miles, you know. Um, and then and then as I was running, I thought, this is a long time I've been out running for. And it was only until I stopped my watch at the very end of the race, I looked at my watch and I thought, nine hours 20 and I almost... I almost cried because I wouldn't. I probably if I knew I was going to be running that long, I wouldn't have done the race because obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm I'm doing Chicago Marathon, uh, and and I don't want to I don't want it to take a huge amount of um, uh, energy out of me. So I want to get back into proper marathon training. So I, I you know I was I was kind of a little bit certainly naive to think that I was going to be I'm going to rock up and. And, and probably, you know, do okay at altitude, do okay in the heat, do okay with minimal ultra, ultra training. Uh, so, uh, to be honest, like, I, I was certainly a, probably a little bit ill-prepared for it, but equally, it was an experience, and, um, you know, I, I can't, I went out and hauled, I went, I went for a long weekend with my mum and dad, and, uh, and and I got to see Swiss Alps, so, you know, it's, and cool. I also got another ultra under my belt, and I, I learned a lot from it. So, in a long story short, the the, the actual the, the distance I was running for, I didn't expect to be running that long. But thankfully, there was a lot of fuel stops, so there was a lot of um, you know there was lots of gels I could have, um, energy uh, drinks, isotonic water, uh, watermelon, all that all that jazz. Um, and and yeah, every make, ten every ten kilometers. So. And what do you make to the so the what what impresses me looking at the results? So you were fourth. The guy in fifth was nine thirty. The guy in Sixth was nine forty. The next runner was Julia Bleasdale, nine forty two. Julia, that's, is that? Yeah, that strikes that's, me as that strikes me as an impressive result to be, you know, that close to the leading men. Only twenty minutes back. Well, I, I haven't been checked in an ultra yet, Tom. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm sure one day that'll happen. But it's it is interesting, you know. There's they do say in in ultra running them there's perhaps one of the closest gaps between the, the guys and the oh, girls okay. are, are in ultra running. And, and I'm not sure why that's the case. Um, I, I know somebody mentioned it was it's to do with fat stores and, and perhaps pain thresholds. You, you know, uh, some, of the, some girls can, can last, uh, you know, be able to withstand a lot more pain. And, um, and I, I don't know the, the main reason for it, but I'm sure someone can can expand on that and yeah. on after the show and we can delve into it. An example of a prime example of that is uh is the we talked about it last um a couple of weeks ago, the not the hard rock hundred, the Western, Western States. States. Um the winner the female winner of that, um she was I think she was in the top fifteen of the men. And, and sorry, the top fifteen overall. And uh, she she came in. God, let me check the. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to check the the time. If you just bear with me, Tom, I'll have a look. Well, uh, while, while you check that, I've got the. Let's see, I've got the the leading the women's results up. And what's really quite interesting when you look at Julia Bleasdale's time on it is her her that section when I talked about you running 120, the descent. And the guy, yeah. you were 122, the guy was 120 in front of you. She was 118 through that. So she's 118? Put, so, she's holy, put, holy. The lead, so the leading guy has run 111 through that section. The next, the guy in second yeah. place, 122. The guy in third, 120. You in fourth, 122. She's been faster than all everyone except one guy on that downhill section. If that I've interpreted the results correctly. That's so that impressive. That is mad. Yeah. Well, I don't actually know much about her, um, but I mean, you know, I'm not going to make excuses, Tom. Like, you know, I, I wasn't prepared for that race, so I shouldn't have been close to being as checked as I was. But you know, kudos, lesson, kudos lesson to learned. Julia. Like, yeah, yeah, lesson learned. You know, that you always prepare for for races, especially if they're your A race. But you know, in a way, this is a B race for me. Um, you know, the A race really is Chicago. I want to get a PB there, and I'm sure we'll we'll chat. We'll go on about that as well and 
we'll go on about your marathon uh, build up as well, Tom, because it's yeah. uh, it's not long, like ten no, ten not. weeks to go, is it? Yeah, well, I've got about yeah. I've got about four more weeks than you, but yeah, it's not long. So yeah. very good, anyway. But, so that's good. Is that you wrapped up then on the ultra season for this year till Chicago now? That's yep. Yeah, I believe that'll be me. Um, I might see if I can do one later on in the year, but I don't. There's not that many ultras and later on in the year. To, to be honest, though. You know, I think I, I just wanted to get another ultra out my out my uh, system before I, I focus on uh, Chicago. I'm I'm just like obviously on the edge of of getting a podium in an international ultra. You know, a fairly I suppose prestigious one in a way. Um, so yeah, it's it's just narrowly missing me every every time. So yeah, well I'm sure there'll be plenty ever. Anyway, cool event. You've you've logged a you've logged a competitive performance. You've learned a lot. You'll, it'll, I'm sure it will make you stronger in next year's next year's ultras in the in the Alps or wherever you head. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I probably would say it will make me stronger. It'll make me a little bit more, um, uh, probably a bit more wiser in terms of what what choices of of races I do and the the, the build up I have to those big races as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely a learning experience and um, yeah, looking looking forward to getting back into training for Chicago. So. So there you go, Tom. Right, now, enough about me. Tom, you've been smashing it out and, and doing a cheeky little 10-miler this weekend, haven't you? I have, actually. I was, I was. We entered ages ago, and actually, last week, it became a little bit of a, ah, oh, this is, I could do with actually just logging a long run or getting, you know, buckled down with marathon training. But in the end, we'd entered the Ballater 10, which is a local 10-miler up here. And, yeah, it was really good fun. We went out. Um, it's a classic local race, you know. There's There was a... You know, I would say a competitive club runner field. So, you know, student. I went along my 10, 10 mile PB is soft. I mean, my, it's it was something like one oh six. I've just never done a ten mile race. I've gone quicker in half marathons before, but never at a race. So we thought oh, that'd be good to go and do. So we got there. So line. I was aware of some of the guys in the field. So lined up at the start line. Um, uh, f- good friend of the show, local hero. Ben Ward run beer, obviously. Metro Aberdeen wow. was running. <laughs> Our man Tom Roach, Inch Trail Runners, was lined up on the start. Oh, line. good stuff, Tom. And, yeah. Uh, young Jason Kelly of Stonehaven, who's so the you know the guy. It was quite interesting field because obviously Ben and I trained a lot together for for London and had a, a pretty similar performance there. We yeah. finished together. Ben edged me at the the Beach 10K early in the year. I then put some time into Ben over 5K on the you know a couple of weeks ago in Inverness. Um, Jason has come through really well this year and he he put about 30 seconds into Ben Knight at 10k at the beach Tom Roach obviously had his incredible marathon performance and um, you know we've seen him mixing it at uh, some local races so four guys all kind of in similar-ish form so you kind of I'll be honest I went into it thinking I've got a shot to win this I'll yeah. give it a bash so Brilliant. Got, the gun goes four of us go off for two miles together we hit the first hill, and Bavalt is quite a lumpy race. It's a 10-mile road race with an off-road section in the middle, but the few hills uh, on the roads. First yeah. hill, I could hear Tom and with his incredible 200 RPM cadence dropping off nice. the back. Nice, good uh, stuff. And Ben, who, to be fair, will run a 5,000 meter, which we'll talk about. He dropped, he dropped off as well. And so me and Jason were shoulder, literally shoulder to shoulder. You rubbing shoulders at times. It was, oh, it was yeah. slightly awkward. One of those, you know. I'm trying. Yeah, I couldn't work out. I couldn't work out who's pushing the pace. We talked about, we chatted about it afterwards with him. I wasn't sure if I was, was I pushing the pace and he was responding, or was I responding to him pushing? It was that sort of. Side by side. Anyways, great, great racing banter. Went along and we hit this last, this middle of the race is a big hit. There's a long hill up to the water station at five miles. And I, I remember that was when I started to think, I think he's he's not in as much, he's not working as much as I am right here. So we got to the top of the top of that hill. And we yeah. went, sailed down sort of six miles. You enter an off-road section and it went from, Jason entered the off-road section just literally just in front of me. And it's about... Is that where the bridge is? Exactly, yeah. Well, we were, there's ah, not yeah. a bridge anymore, but yeah, you go down the through the trees. And it's fair play to it. It was quite a, you know, tree... It's not a trail, but it's, it is a trail, but it's not too technical. You know, tree roots and whatnot, you're winding yeah. through. And we got in there, and the space was about half a mile to quarters of a mile or something. He suddenly, I'm suddenly realised, wait a minute, he's got about... He's got about 50 metres on me here. And he just, you know, just edged away. Oh. And, and from there on, it was a case of it just slowly... He opened it up a wee bit. So, um... 
And anyway, felt like I, I took it home a uh, strong second half. Managed to to uh, to keep him in sight. And yeah, so Jason ran. A, Jason had a, a well-deserved win there. He came home in just under, I think he was 55, 58 for the 10. I was okay. 56, 21. Um, oh. For a second. No, nothing in that at all. So yeah, it was. It was. I think it was. He was. He always had it to be fair in the second half, but and I wasn't. I certainly wasn't catching. You know, unfortunately. Do you know what it was? Do you know what your issue was, Tom? What was you my already, issue? You've already, you've already mentioned it. Firstly, you're 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 touching Jason up. That's one. That's one thing. You're <laughs> wasting energy. And the second thing was, he was he was holding his breath when he was going up that hill. Now you're breathing heavily, <laughs> so in his head, he he had the tactics all sorted. He knew that if he protect, if he holds his breath, you'll think that he's he's feeling really good, and then that's what happened in your head. You, you then decided, yeah, he feels really good. He feels really good, and he went off, and you were like, oh god, he's uh, he's in a much better position. Mind games, Tom. Mind it's games. all in the it's all in the head there. So, so that the next uh, time you do a race, you need to stop breathing. Going so up that, the hard hills. Is, that, anyway, long long and short of it was, I'm, I'm happy with the happy with the time. It's I feel after London, I took a bit of a dip in form. I feel I'm heading back in the right direction, which is good. And you know, it was cool to cool to you know go out. And I knew the time was. I didn't really have a time in mind. I just wanted to run a competitive race. It was quite cool. I'm, it's a bit of a novelty for me to be at that sort of sharp end of the of these races. So that was good fun. And to top it off, two things. Firstly, Fiona won the women's race by a canter, hey, hey. which was quite yes. a straightforward run for her, to be honest. Um, she, she was. But most importantly, Tom Beers. Yes, true. Well, yeah. I think to be fair, she. I think she. I was obviously caught up in this racing bit, so I think she didn't really get pushed like I was, and she had what was. I would expect Fiona to be much quicker than that. She was about two and a half minutes back, but she'll be. Um, she'll be quicker than that next time. But anyway, what, what is really cool is though you get beer and cheese for winning Balter uh, uh, podium winners. So that sounds amazing. So it was great. So we've come home with a couple of beers and some cheese from so D side beers, which I'm a big fan of. And canvas and made cheese, local oh, cheese, local I... beer. So win-win. Well done. Good Sounds effort. Good. So who, a, uh, yeah. did you share the beer? Did you both get beer and cheese, or did you get more beer than Fiona so did? Or? Fiona got what beer did Fiona and get? cheese. She got did beer she? and cheese as a winner, and I got beer or cheese as a runner. <laughs> so I, I opted for beer, but it was good. So we had we had Fiona's sister up who was running, and her husband, and um, shout out to Mary and Mike, Mary who's back running coming back from uh, giving birth to their second and she had a she had a good run there so the beauty of winning the beer is that me and mike were able to polish out the polish off the beers on sunday night so it was a, oh, a win-win that sounds amazing well good stuff well done tom so, yeah, yeah so i'm gonna say that. as well that 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 race uh, i've done the ballot of 10 before and 10 miler before and uh it's it's not the easiest of races it's 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 quite a hard first five five miles um, yeah you know it's quite undulating and uphill it's certainly the second half is much quicker than the, the first half um, yes. and that, that's what i remember but i remember everyone going mental and, and boning about this massive hill at the it, 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 you know halfway going oh it's about a mile high and and, and there's me <laughs> thinking oh my god so i'm running get up the, this hill and i'm thinking right out. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I'm 600 meters in, and, and I'm thinking, right, I've got another kilometer to go, and I'm at the bloody top of the hill. It's not a hill. It's just a little bump. Stop your moaning, everyone. Jesus. Um. So yeah, yeah. I quite um. I I quite liked. I quite like Balor. It's quite an undulating. Uh, uh, not the fastest of courses, but equally. No. Um. But those those times are brilliant. That that's a great. You know, really good time for yeah, that course. Yeah. When I did it, when I did it, I'm sure it was 55 something. So you weren't mm. far behind me. There you go. Yeah. They must have, they must have shortened it or something. I don't know. Yeah, most probably. So anyway, that was cool. And then actually, since then, so that was Sunday, and on Tuesday we have our club track championships. And I haven't run any of them, but there was a few of the guys at the club. There was a bit of uh, talk about getting a smackdown, getting all the regular training group down, and all smacking out over three thousand meters. So I went down Tuesday and ran a three k. So. I feel like with the 10 mile and the 3 case we have kind of been a little bit of a uh, lost a little bit of focus on what I was hoping to get really knuckled down to marathon training but that is it now so um, yeah that's uh, that was quite cool to get a couple of races in there so I, yeah I all think eyes on Frankfurt now good stuff brilliant. Well, I think as well you know so all, all running is going to count for something you know it's it's not like if you binge on food and junk food that's going to you then have to jump back on the the bandwagon. You know, a, a lot of the the running's been 
will certainly give Putin good stead for the for Frankfurt. So don't worry Absolutely. too much about it, Tom. Don't don't stress out too much. Plenty oh, of time. Don't you worry. I'm I'm not stressed yeah. out. Plenty of time. So Brilliant. so I guess the you know if we're talking about Balotelli, that's probably quite a good way to to ease in, back into the the results of last week. So just to recap then, so Stonehaven's Jason Kelly, he he won the um, he won the race in 55-58. In second place was myself in 56-21, and in third place was Ben Ward Run Beer in just under 50 in 56-58, I think as well. So um, so okay. good run from him. On the women's side, it was Fiona who won the who won that. She had a as I said before, a, a solid run, if uh, you know, unspectacular. I think she would admit by her um, by her own standards. In second place was Metro Aberdeen's own Alison Matthews, who was one hour eight minutes. And in third place was Anne Gallen from Stonehaven AC or Stonehaven Running Club, sorry, in one oh nine. So. Um, Local, good to see a, a real local field there. A lot of uh, local club runners getting getting in the mix, which is cool. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, yeah, really really good field. So a couple of other um, results. We don't have a, a huge amount of results um, this this weekend. It's been a bit of a quiet one, really. But the, probably the, the, the in terms of there's probably two other big big results for me, which I would like to chat about. It was the uh, the GAA Miler meet, and it was on a Friday night, um, and it was in Glasgow. So there was a 1500-meter race and um, races, and a 5 5k, uh, 5 5000-meter races as well. Um, so this is essentially it's uh, the British part of the British Milers Club, and it's uh, one of the regional races. Uh, really, really good standard. If if there's you know any of the listeners on the show. Um, I don't and know also, what the call. Well, it also incorporates the East and West District uh, 5000 meter championships as well, and the National Masters 5k yes, championships yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, a, re- a really good standard. Um, I'm not sure what the qualifying times are for them, but I think depending on your your qualifying time would determine what what um, uh, group you would be in. So it goes from a the A race to the. <sighs> To like the the the, the F race yeah, uh, to the H, yeah to the H race. Um, so yeah, there's there's different races for for different abilities. So it's a really good race, um, really good set of races which have been running for years, Tom, haven't they? Yes. Um, yeah. and they, you know, a lot of a lot of the time, this is where you're going to get your personal best, is because you've got you've got pacers, you've got a, a good field of runners who are at the same level as you. Regardless of you, if you're running a a, a 13 minute 5k or a, an 18 minute five or 19 minute 5k, um, you know there's, there's races for everyone really. Um, so yeah, really good one to get involved and in. have a look at the website and see it might it might uh, appeal to you. So yeah, anyway, going on the quickly, we don't often speak about shorter short distance, shorter shorter short distances, short distances, but um the the winner of, of the fifteen hundred meter A race was Saul Sweeney, who is having an absolute storm of a season just now. Uh, mm-hmm. so he's from Glasgow uh, Perth Strathte, Glasgow University, and uh, he just ran a yeah, three forty six for the fifteen hundred meters, which is you know, he he, he smashed the, the field um by about seven seconds in, in that, which is which is incredible. Um but perhaps more you know, more impressive is his sub forty minute 5k uh, the week before that um so he i can't remember the race he, he did it it could have been a bmc um but he was uh 13 53 i believe um so really good to see someone like uh of that standard running a sub 40 minute five five thousand meters which is you know anything under that is is top you know top class so uh yeah really good to see um and then and the Going into the 5,000 metres, I'm, I'm just I'm not going to go through all the results in first, second, third because uh, we'll be here all night, Tom, and you've got <laughs> we've got work to go to. Um, but our man, you know, our our our, our pal Christian Jones uh, from Swansea, um, not I say that Swansea is also a Dundee Hockhill Harrier. Um, Christian Jones, he won the 5,000 metre race, a race in 14:06. So not not a personal best. He's run a 13:45. Uh, this season, and uh, second place was uh, Andrew Butchert's idol Alistair Hay uh, in 14:12. Uh, Alistair's from Central, and 
third place was Jamie Crow, and in fact, that's a PB for Al, Al Hay, and ah. you know, stupid yeah, that is a PB for Alistair Hay, yeah, that's uh, that's impressive, good PB for him there, yeah, and uh, yeah, Jamie Crow from uh, from Central was third in 1413, and uh, our man Will McIve, and in, in, in fact, both from Aberdeen, Will McKay and James Hood, uh. Really they were, tight. you know, well got a PB, which is great, and it's surprising as well because he had, you know, personally, I think he looked like he had a disappointing run at the UHI 5K. He was a, mm-hmm. a fair bit back, so for him to, to smash out a PB, a 5K PB is uh, fantastic. So he's certainly getting in real good shape, um, and uh, yeah, so that was that was good. In terms of the the female female winner. I believe um, my McLennan was first That's in right. 16. Hold on, 16, it's not 16-12. So Mary was in the in the C race up against a couple of our clubmates. Actually, she was running Chris Richardson and Ben Ward. Run beer were both in there. So Mary was the was the leading woman there in in 16-12. I understand that she um, she obviously yeah she ran that. But if you look on if you then go into the D race, you had Fanula Ross, 1628, uh, Fanula is and just behind her in 1637 was Annabelle Simpson of Fife. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, well done. Well done, everyone. Good results. Uh, and well done to Ben and Chris for, for getting some PBs, I believe. Are they PBs for, they for them too, is it? Uh, well, so yeah. a big PB for Chris, 1610 is a stormer, and for Ben, he's uh, he was he actually ran, he ran a 1613, I think he ran it, a park run the week before, so he's um, a little bit slower on there. And I mean, those two are—it's uh, very difficult to call who. I mean, who is going to edge who and in what race? So yeah, good one to them. Both a, a little bit consistent of a, now. A little bit of a friend, friendly rivalry there. So absolutely, it's that's, either a friendly rivalry or a romance. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably, probably both. Eh? You know, I mean, you're starting the trend by touching touch another like-minded uh, runners up in races. So this is outrageous. Watch, 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 outrageous. Out, watch, watch out, runners. He's got a way of, of trying to beat beat you, and it's not so, and it's not clean. Uh, that's for sure. Anyway, so yeah, really, <laughs> um, really good to see there. What what my big sort of takeaway from the from here is it's you know as you say it's a it's a quick night. There's a couple of people when you've seen sometimes um, who've really you know, Mary McLennan obviously Will Mackay. You know, had disappointing runs in Inverness and have come back. So that's, uh, um, you know, it shows that this is, you know, you get a good feel. I mean, we talked a lot about Inverness. Inverness was a, was a good night, but you can't beat a fast track night. Nah, I, nah, the track nights are, you know, when when the conditions are good and it's a lot, you know, in the evening times it, it does die down the some of the conditions out there and that's so it's, it's obviously good fast time so really good to see um just a quick note on chris jones obviously doing pretty well in, in that race uh, he's um got the world orienteering championship so this guy can not not only does he run he, he runs with whilst reading maps fast uh, and finds things quickly so yeah he's, he's a, a talented guy so he's um looking to medal at the world orienteering championships now Going by his speed in his legs, um, now I don't know how he's obviously a clever guy, and you know he, he can find his way, he can find his way well with a map. Um, I've, I've, I think he's going to do really well, hopefully at the World Orienteering Championships. So um, they're taking place in Latvia uh, from uh, the fourth of August to the eleventh. So he's he's going to be there for a week, and I, he's he's representing Great Britain in three of the events at the World Orienteering Championships. Um, the individual event he's doing is a sprint, um, and this usually takes place in an urban environment, and it's usually around four to four point five k, um, so around about fifteen minutes of of running. Um, he'll also form part of the three-legged relay and also the four-leg mixed sprint relay team as well. So, um, so there you go. Um, so good luck to Chris. Um, we're going to get him on the show notes. That's the show notes. We're going to get him on the, the show, show at some yeah. point. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, after he, he does well at the World Orienteering Championships, yeah. that'll be good. Now I'm just looking at the the image in Athletics Weekly, and I've mentioned it before. Every single race he smiles. Now this race, he's got his bat, he's got his little uh, sweatband on for for this Orienteering race, and he's he's got he's not smiling at all. He's right in the zone. 
so uh, so yeah, he this guy. I don't think he, he knows that he's been um, there's, a, there's a camera at him, but yeah. but there you go. He, he maybe doesn't enjoy orienteering as much as pure running. So. Maybe not. Anyway, there you go. so moving back on some more results, we've got um, we also had the it was the Ben Rinnis Hill race on the weekend, which was uh, which is part of the Scottish. Scottish Champ Series. We had, well, our man, who was first? First, Owen Lennon. Owen Lennon from Carnethy. Uh, he actually, I think, I believe he got the, the record for the race, um, which was held by Robbie Simpson before that. He Robbie did that oh. many months ago. Um, so to get Robbie's uh, record is, is no mean feat. Mm. I mean, okay, it might have been when he was a little bit, a little bit, um, you know, a little bit younger, but, you know, nonetheless, uh, you know, a record's a record's a record as well as a win's a win. So, well done, Owen. Uh, good result. And also, James Espy, was, he had a really good race. He was, uh, and, and surprised to see him doing such a long race. You know, he's usually a half half an hour boy. Um, so, so well done, James. Um, 154.20, so he was only uh, about half a minute off the lead. So, really good, really good result from James, and really good to see him stepping up the distance and, and, and I'm sure accompanied by that, he's been stepping up the mileage as well. So, well done, James. And uh, also another James, James Waldy from HBT. He was in third place in one hour 56. Now, the the, the, the standard of this race is, is quite high. Um, and one of the main reasons for that is it's it's part of the Scottish uh, Hill Running Championship uh, League format. So the way that works is you've got to run a lot, a short, a short course, a medium course, and a long course, uh, and you also have to do one of one of those two. Um, well, you've got to do two of two of one of those. What am I saying? Either two of the short, two of the medium, or two of the uh, long. But as long as you do all 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 of them that once, that's that's fine. So you've got to do at least four to account for the overall series. So yeah, well done to the the guys in that race. And the first female was. Um, Jill Stephen from HBT, and she she was ooh, two, two hours and eighteen, which is a pretty quick time. And second place was Claire Whitehead, um, and from D D side runners, so a local. And lastly, we had Ruth Crew, I believe, from Westerlands in two hours and twenty seven. So, so that that that's it for that race. Um, my one of my running buddies, uh, Graham Bartlett, he's the race organizer for that race. Um, but unfortunately, he's going to be stepping down for for uh, the, the the future. So, if there's anyone, and I don't know if they've got a race organizer yet, but if anyone feels that they want to organize a it's such a such a prestigious race, um, feel free to put your name in the hat. Uh, contact. The contact Graham Barlett. He, if you look, Google Ben Rinnis Hill Race, you'll get the website, and it'll have his contact details on it as well. So, cool. there you go. Oh yeah. Great. So then the last, the last race that we want to talk about then is the it was also the Fort William Marathon this weekend. So over on the over the west coast that was being run, and that was won by Dennis Preculis of Vegan Runners in two forty three forty nine. Second place Lewis Priest. 301.10 from Victoria Park and third was Elliot Gowland um, unattached in 308. On the women's side, the first woman was Jennifer Rooney, 316 from Kilbarkin. Second woman, Tracy Truman unattached and third woman Janet Dixon in 322 which was very good. So what I want to so the winner, so vegan I'm noticing this club, vegan runners come out more and more. Is that I just thought that was a a vet that was just a you know people who were I don't know what to say about the fact they're vegans. Is this now a, a, a proper running club? Ah, uh, pass. I've, Affiliation. I've, 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 you're right. Um, I've, I've heard them more and more. Uh, I think apparently they're one of the fastest growing. Well, this they're, they're claiming to be um, one of the fastest athletics clubs in the UK. Uh, fastest growing. The, yeah, fastest growing. Yeah. Uh, they, they promote the, the taglines. We promote a healthy, cruelty-free lifestyle. So there you go. Um, Very good. Uh, I, yeah, there's, there's a number of them. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about them. Uh, I just, I, you know, I've other seen, than that, they're, they're guy, vegan runners. Well, last thing, I've, obviously, it's quite an obvious. You, you see it. You know, I've seen the Inverness Campus 5K. There was a couple of guys. 
there was someone, or one or two actually, at Ballater 10 on the weekend there. So they're definitely, it, I don't think it's a club as such, is it? That you don't go, I, you know, it's not like the, you, know, you go along to the tra- training night. I think you buy a vest and you and you just represent as you want. So good on them. Yeah, yeah. And sure. I think, so I think that pretty much wraps up on the on the results then. Um, bit of a quiet week. Uh, we're going to have more to chat about next week. So if we just to touch on what's coming up, we, we talked a bit about, last week about the, the the European champs are coming up and that's uh, that's being held in Berlin the track and field champs and yeah we've got a good Scottish contingent out there so next week we'll look forward to wrapping up on some of that it runs from the 6th to the 12th tune in next week yeah hopefully yeah it'll be, it'll be really good I think the Scottish guys will do really well um, there's 17 a record of 17 um, Scottish athletes in the GB team yeah. so that that's fantastic like yeah uh, to, to see so many, you know, just a, a variety of, of different disciplines as well from certainly the distance uh, events we've been well represented as well. So, yeah, really good. Um, I think for the 1500 metres is going to be really interesting, you know, uh, having Chris O'Hare, um, Jake yeah, Whiteman. Yeah. Um, and, and the women's uh, side with, yeah, with Laura Muir and Gemma Rieke as well. Yeah, so it should be really good. So, yeah, c- good luck to the athletes doing that and we will be watching you on BBC, I believe. Great. Um, so what have you got coming up this week then, Kyle? Well, to be honest, I'm just going to have to recover, Tom. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I've been out for a few runs this week. I say a few. I've been out for like two runs this week. Um, it's only it's Thursday. Um, and and my, my legs don't actually feel too bad, which is great. But obviously, uh, <coughs> you know, I'm a little bit fatigued from it. So I'm just going to have to watch what I do uh, and certainly the intensity I do as well. Because I don't want to be getting injured before Chicago, do we? You don't want to be getting injured for before marathons. That would be a disaster. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I was maybe going to do the Fungal Hill race. Uh, it's part of the Boyne Highland Games in, on Saturday. But to be honest, you know, I, I'll probably have to see how I feel. Um, you know, I thought it might be a good good wee race just to to do a little bit of intensity, but not to to kill it. So we'll we'll see how that goes. I'll see how I feel. Um, what about you, Tom? What, what have you got planned? So I'm on hold this weekend, actually. So my uh, my dad is has uh, recently retired, so we're having a, we're we're heading away to the to Annecy in the French Alps. So we're going to spend some time with them. Oh, you! Which would be cool. You lucky bastard. So yeah, a bit of a we've got obviously Fiona are keen to stay on track with the training. There is a Annecy actually has a really nice bike path that goes around the lake. So it's when I say bike path, completely detached from the road you know, D-side line style, paved path, so it's good to get some sessions on the go, but the only concern is it looks to be bloody hot out there, there's a super heat wave coming through the central Alps, so 36 degrees on one of the days, so it's going to have to be getting up pretty early to get some runs in, but anyway, that'll be cool, I might take a bike out one day as well, and do one of these or category climbs, just when in Rome and all that, so yeah, so that'll be us all week, so continue with the marathon training, I think next week or the week after we should have a chat on the show about what we're doing for our marathon training. I think people would be interested, well, certainly with you to be, what are you doing? How have you got, you know, what does your next 10 weeks look like? So we'll have yeah. a chat about that maybe next week. That's a good question because I've got no idea what my 10 weeks looks like yet. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, Lewis, <laughs> tell me what I'm doing. Uh, no, I've got a little, I've got a slight idea what I'll, I'll be doing. So, um, but yeah, certainly that would be a great idea to chat about that. Um, we'll also have a, another interview. We'll start our in, in, interviews again for next week. Um, been a little bit, a little bit slow the, the last couple of weeks. We've been busy people. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be starting our interviews again and hopefully getting some some insights from other other athletes and and, and people as well. So it should be good. And yeah, that'll be about it, Tom. Um, only a couple other things to add before we finish off. We have the World Mountain Running Trials this weekend. Um, so we've got a Scottish contingent going down to that. Uh, notably, we've got Andrew Douglas, who I'm hoping that he'll be coming on the show at some point soon. Um, so he's looking to to get in the GB team for the World Mountain Running Championships, um, which is going to be uphill only uh, later on in the month. So And also Anna McFadden, I think she'll be, she'll be going along to the event as well. And also a few other... A few other hill runners, uh, or not even hill runners, some of the fast guys like Lachlan Oates is, is apparently going to be 
heading along as well. So that'll be interesting to see how th- those guys get on. Um, and other than that, there isn't really that much else in terms of races, is there? I mean, is there, Tom? No, I'm not, aware, I'm, not, no I'm not aware of any real races. I know a lot of people in Aberdeen are getting geared up now for the, the Great Aberdeen Run, which which is coming up soon. We're both looking forward to that. And I've had a, I saw our, our friend Fraser Klein on the weekend. Fraser's keen to to come on and do a bit of a pre-race preview with us, which I think will be good and well received. So, so yeah, we'll work towards that. That'd be brilliant, excellent. Uh, yeah, well, I think the only other races I I did see in the calendar were the obviously the Aboyne uh, Games race, which is on. Uh, there's a railway relay in Peterhead this weekend. It's on Sunday, so I, I don't know anything about that. But what I would encourage you to do, it's a really good resource, is uh, get yourself. Um, logged on to scottishrunningguide.com uh, run abc scotland if you google that and they've got a really good extensive list of of events um, which are which are happening around the around scotland um, and also scottish athletics have have a good fixture list as well so um you know combine both of those fixtures and i'm sure you'll you'll find something if you if you get bored and you need a, a wee race to keep you occupied um, one big race which is on in fact I say one big race it's a, it's a long race uh, the Glenshee Nine Hill race uh, is on on Sunday yes yeah, that's, it is uh, good shout good yeah, shout that, that's 33k and it goes up and down it, it, it visits uh, the summits in Nine Minerals starts and finishes at Glenshee Ski Centre so so yeah that's a that's a real ball buster that one especially yeah, this weekend is. I think it's going to be quite a warm quite a warm yeah, weekend warm, um, yeah so, so there you go, uh, and I think you can enter on the day, believe, believe it or not. Um, so, ah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh no, you can't. It's off field. Sorry, I don't think it's. I don't. Think you can enter. And I'm, I'm right saying that race is only run every second year as well. I believe so. Yeah. So uh, it makes it all the more um, prestigious. Yeah, yeah. Prestigious. Yeah. Very good. Now, there's only one thing I was going to mention, Tom. Uh, now, obviously, this weekend, I'm, I'm not up to much. Uh, my wife, Debbie, uh, she is going to be racing uh, for Sterling at the, this year's Mixed Relay Cup uh, as part of the London Triathlon. So it's cool. on Saturday, uh, this Saturday coming. So I'm going to be all home alone looking after the cat and making, pleasing myself, you know, eating lots of food. Man, <laughs> <and laughs> watch what I'm going to say here. Um so yeah, I'm going to be lost about it. That's what I was meant to say. Uh, so the race is actually going to be um, on BBC. So look out for for my wife. She uh, she should she should be there. Uh, hopefully she's got Greg um, plastered on her on her on her suit. But uh, so yeah, representing the Greg clan at London Triathlon on Saturday. Um, the race itself is going to be quite short. It's only oh god, what was it she said, Tom? I can't mind. It's a 200 meter swim and. Uh, it's like a 10k cycle and it's in, in, in like a 50 meter run yeah yeah so it's going to be a short one you know like you said you probably have to wear short. spikes for that eh? um, <laughs> so so that's on the Saturday and then on the following day she's going to be doing the, the standard distance um, event which is in the elite field and I believe that might also be televised but not sure if that one's going to be live um, uh but yeah, it's going to be a stacked field. You know, there's some Olympians, there's Olympic champions, world champions in the event. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good good experience for her. But uh, yeah, looking forward to to watching it on on TV and tracking. Right. So uh, feel free to follow it and uh, give us some give us some of your love as well. That'd be great. So that that's about it for me, Tom. I'll have to go and help her put, put dismantle her bike and put it in the the pink bike box she's got, which I always drag around. But thankfully, it'll be her dragging it around this time, not me. So exactly, that'll not be you, not you and your flatties. Not me and my flatties. My my flatties, oh, they're in the bin now. By the way, I'm not. I've got any flatties I've got. I put wedges in the heels. So there you nice. go. Keep Quite their right. kids from from not getting not getting injured again. Um. So yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I think that rounds it rounds it up for me, Tom. Uh, is there anything else you want to chat about? Mention? No, that's. Uh, go to bed? I think uh, ten thirty on a Thursday night. We've got some recovery to do, so I think we'll call we, we it there. Do. But we as, do. as always, listeners, if you want to get in touch with us, anything you want to hear about, interview suggestions, give us a shout. Email you can contact us on tartanrunningshorts at gmail dot com, on Facebook at tartanrunningshorts, and on Twitter 
at Tartan Shorts. Have a good week, guys. We will see you next week. Thank you.